0: This is the Midday Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Riley Smith. We're on the phone with John Heimberg of Total Farm Marketing as we take a look at these midday numbers. Uh, John, what have we seen so far in the grains?
1: We got some really good strength in the grain markets today. Being led by a recovery in that wheat market after a difficult day yesterday, You know, we did hold some support. We're rallying 40-plus higher, at least at this time frame. Not exactly, you know, hearing a lot of news why out there. Obviously a little concern regarding the dollar and the, what the Fed decision is going to be this week. Maybe it's just bringing a little bit of money flow into the commodity space as a protection against inflation. Uh, so that's kind of some, maybe something triggering here. We didn't see a new our, our Reuters article about Russia looking to possibly annex some land that they've claimed in the Ukraine. You know, that could really rise up tensions in that region. So maybe that's bringing some premium in. But at least we got some strong money flow and, and corn and beans are following along, corn pushing double digits higher, kind of back rechallenging some pretty key resistance over the market here. Uh, if we can push through that a little bit more, you might see some you know stops firing and just some technical buying. And beans pushing 20 higher, maybe looking to eyeball that high again after the report near that $15 handle.
0: Of course, we'll probably see some uh, harvest pressure as well. You know, Brazil's been completing their second corn crop and there will be competition uh, you know, with cheaper corn in the marketplace. Uh, how should we probably see that uh, in our own markets?
1: You know, that's going to be a thing we got to keep an eye on here, too, is, you know, in the corn market, wheat market, we are costly. And it's, you know, the demand side is still a very key component we need to figure out. We don't have a lot of sales on the books, at least compared to the last couple of years for corn. So that's a little bit concerning to me. Does that keep us limited on our rally potential? Because obviously, you know, we've got to reduce supply picture out there. Now, if we could add a demand component to it, in terms of seeing some demand come in with that tight supply, that could give us that next leg up that we really need. So that'll be something we need to watch here as those supplies comes in, watch what's happen on the cash market. We'll also get a little better look to what's going on in terms of the harvest size in those windows. You know, so that's going to be, again, a piece of the market that you know, over the next few weeks, we've got to analyze and just see what the numbers start telling us. You know, soybean side, though, it seems like we're well supported, at least on the demand front. We saw China step in and pick up some beans yesterday. We're hearing the crush margins on the front end here for Chinese crushers is pretty friendly right now. Even though our beans are slightly on the expensive side, we still got the, demand, the supply that is tight and that there's decent demand here looking for those U.S. beans here going into the fall.
0: All right, of course, uh, the Midwest just got a pretty good amount of rain, but it looks like it'll be uh, nice and dry as we get into kind of the peak of harvest season. Um, If we have a nice quick harvest where we can get everything out quickly, uh, will that have much of an effect on the marketplace?
1: I mean, obviously that's going to bring some selling in very quickly again. Could limit any short-term upside potential. You know, typically this is the window where prices don't rally. So and then we'll have to see from there. If we get the harvest off quick, then we'll realize that the supply might be even tighter than we are anticipating. And you're going to see the market respond to that now, especially if we need to start shipping things quickly overseas, especially in that soybean market. You know, that's somewhere we get that late season pop after harvest on the basis side. You know, so we'll have to watch how this kind of shakes out. And again, too, the other side of the Harvest. We're going to start watching what's going to happen with on the corn, especially test weights with some of the lighter fill that we've talked about this year. That could all come into play down the road on the bushels that we may or may not have.
0: All right. And what are we seeing on the other side of the marketplace in the livestock complex?
1: Cattle market, at least live cattle, getting a little bit of a bid to the upside. There's some chatter again that cash trade is going to work itself higher this week. So we're continuing to wait for those bids to come out. Now, if that gets verified, you know, that's going to help us here in this marketplace. Deferred cattle on the live cattle side are, are showing new contract highs from February and later again today. So, again, talking about that tighter supply picture down the road. We do have cattle on feed on Friday, so that's something we may have to watch how this market wants to price that in. Feeders are a little more on the negative side of the day, triple digits down, kind of reflecting that rise in the grain markets today. is just that counter sell still holding on to some pretty key support in that feeder market around that 180 handle in October. So that's going to be something we need to just make sure we hang on to. Otherwise, there could be some technical breakdown in feeder cattle hogs firmer most off today again watching the cash market possibly turn a little bit higher here the index is making that move and then you look at december hogs you know compared to the index there's a pretty big discount there so that might be bringing some premium back in so maybe that december contract needs to be priced back up in that 90 handle versus 88
0: all right john lots of great information today for those of our listeners who would like to get in touch and learn more from the folks at total farm marketing how can they do that sure love to chat with
1: them anytime. feel free to give me a call 800-334-9779 or, or shoot me an email at johnh@totalfarmmarketing.com and again don't forget about our website totalfarmmarketing.com a lot of great information for producers out there you know just pick up the phone feel free to give me a call if it doesn't have any obligation to make reach out just ask questions or look at the services that we possibly could provide you
0: that again was john heinberg of total farm marketing we'll go ahead and take a look at those midday market numbers December corn is up 12.5 at 690 and 3 quarters, November soybeans up 21 and a quarter at 1482 and a half, December soybean meal up 1240 at 44170, December soybean oil up 33 at 6549. Chicago wheat up 45.5 at 876 even, Minneapolis spring wheat up 31 and 3 quarters at 950 even, Kansas City hard red wheat up 39 even at 948 and 3 quarters. And December oats up three and three quarters at 406 even. On the Merck, October live cattle up 47 at 146.20. September feeders down 80 at 179.15. October lean hogs down 27 at 96.20. December pork cutout up 22 at 98.37. And Class three milk down two cents at 19.88. That's been a check of the midday markets. I'm Riley Smith. Thanks again to John Heinberg of Total Farm Marketing for joining us today. Make sure you stay tuned later for the Closing Market podcast as I talk with Bill Moore of Price Futures Group here on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network, where Iowa Ag matters.